Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Speaking Podcast is brought to you by our friends at Flemington Car and Truck Country. Best car buying experience ever online at flemington.com. Award-winning House of Cupcakes, houseofcupcakes.com, and Casa Gennaro's. Reservations, call 609-683-1212. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Speaking Quarantine, day 175,000 of 14 million. I'm Jay Black, and uh, Bill is still on assignment. Uh, He's walking Cormac McCarthy's The Road looking for uh, bubbly drinks to drink. Uh, Jessica Gibson, (laughs) uh, that's a a reference. Did you guys get the reference? Did you see that movie or read the book? No, it's awful. It is so awful. It's it's the worst, but actually good prep work for what we're going through right now. Jessica Gibson uh, is co-hosting with us. Hello, Jessica. Hi. And we are joined by returning champion, Jessica Marfuji. How, Jas- Jessica. Jacqueline. Jacqueline Marfuji. I'm sorry. I apologize. Both uh, names for every girl born in the nineties. I know. Try <laughs> I mean, I'll take it. I always wanted to be a Jessica. They're always hot. <laughs> oh, thank you. You're welcome. They're always hot and blonde. I love a Jessica. <laughs> I don't know if there's. I'm I'm Jason. Judge down to Jay. I don't know if there's ever been a good Jason. Not not since the uh, Argonauts. I, I oh God. Think. When was the last time there was a hot Jason? How did he? Jason Statham. I think he's pretty hot. Oh, Jason Statham. Yeah, he's probably the hottest Jason. Uh, it's him and Jason Robards are the two hottest Jasons. Uh, <laughs> or Jason Bateman, if you kind of like that, like dad thing. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the only. Th- if you like me, you like dads. There's no one. There's there's. I have to be compared to other dads, is what I'm trying to say, because otherwise, oh I can't be attractive. <laughs> But Jacqueline Marfuji, how are you holding up in the apocalypse? Oh, my goodness. I am just steadily drinking wine out of a bottle with a straw. And, um, you know, that's keeping me <laughs> nice and sane. No, I, I, um, I'm good. You know, I just taught a class. So I'm like drenched in sweat. Just made a smoothie. I might pour some vodka in it. Whatever. Um what what kind of yeah. class? I, I, I'm assuming something that involves moving or because the, <laughs> with the sweat? Uh, I mean, yes, I teach this class and I normally teach it to these like very intense, hot Brentwood, like just moms who you, I mean, they literally take like three classes in a row. So it's, it's a lot to live up to. Um, so I normally teach it in person in Los Angeles, and so many of them are asking for me to just do it live over my Instagram and my Facebook, and it's a class called Plyo Jam, so it's like a dance, cardio, fitness, follow-along class where it's hard enough where you're like, oh, I'm cool, but like not so hard where you're like, oh my God, I'm not a professional dancer, like you, anyone can do it. Um, gotcha. 
Yeah, but I incorporate, like, weights and boxing into it and just try to, like, kick everyone's butts for an hour. So, yeah. It's been cool because I've been able, so many, like, family and friends from New Jersey, I'm originally from New Jersey, um, have been able to take it. They've never been able to take my classes before. This, this is uh, open to anybody. Like if you if they just follow you on Instagram, they can they can go to your class. Or they have to they do they have to pay big Zoom money or something. <laughs> um, it's so funny because I've wrestled back and forth with just going straight to Zoom. For the most part, it's you just have to follow me on Instagram, and like everyone's been so supportive, and like I'm a stand up comic, and there's so many comedians that'll hop in, like. So many girlfriends of mine that do comedy take the class, but then, like, randomly, like, Jim Jeffries or, like, Adam Ray will, like, pop their heads in and be like, oh, not for me. Um, (laughs) They just, like, say hi, but then they'll be, I mean, people can be mean. I've done 20 classes, and I had my first, like, mean troll where I don't know who it was. I didn't recognize the name, but as I'm teaching... I see this comment that just says, imagine being a 50-year-old white woman, bad stand-up comic who teaches Zumba. (laughs) Oh, no. And and the only thing I took offense to was that it's not effing Zumba. It's Plyo Dam. It's cooler than Zumba. One million percent Um, cooler than Zumba. My goodness. Thank you. And I'm also not 50, and I'm not a bad comic, but, like, people can just be the worst, and I just, you know, so part of me was like, oh, maybe I should make it private. And then I'm like, you know what? Who cares? Whatever. It's a so, fan. I know, Jacqueline, you're a comic. So I'm like watching my Instagram stories and you're like all hot and you're sweaty and you're running around your living room. And at first, it's just hilarious to watch. I started clicking through all of them. <laughs> oh, God. It's so embarrassing. It's like, so funny. It's also like, if you don't know that like I'm teaching a class, you're like, what the hell is this girl doing? Is she having like a seizure at home and just broadcasting it live? <laughs> having a lot of fun dancing by herself in the <laughs> kitchen. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, you know what? I never it, understood it is, it, what the, the, the thinking is behind trolls. Like, I understand that there's, on some level, it's like, I'm just bored and it costs me nothing because no one can find out who I am. But, like, let me let me put some negative energy in the world. But, like, just in general, the time it takes to just take a moment to hurt somebody else makes, like, like I, I don't... I'd like to find that person. I, I think there was a, a uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, why can't I think of her? Sarah uh, Silverman. Silverman. She had a show, <laughs> didn't she? Where she tracked down trolls. I, I, I don't know. That think, sounds amazing. <laughs> I, I think that there should be. If if I'm misremembering it, someone I'm sure will tell me. But I think you're going to make the show now. <laughs> that should be a yeah. show where it's just like. You show up at that person's house. We use Mark Zuckerberg's computer to find out where everybody lives. We go to that person's house and we just go like, do you want to tell Jacqueline in person how you feel about her? And I, just one million percent, they'll back down. One million percent. They'll just be like, I'm sorry. I just have never had sex with anybody. And I'm upset that you exist and you're a woman. Like that. that's it. That, that's the entirety of what the, the, they're doing. It, I, it, I'm angry on your behalf, Jacqueline. That's all I'm saying. I love you for saying that, Jay. I feel like it's that immediate, like, dopamine rush where, like, 
it's it's that thing where like they're like yeah and if i i've had to learn like you can't engage like you just have to come back with like witty like oh my god thank you so much for the, the support right. like <laughs> bless you like just you have to just you can't give in to it like there's so many times where i have wanted to go in and rip someone eight new ones right. and you just that's what they want you know and you're just you just got to be like whatever it is what it is and then you block them (laughs) yeah that that helps (laughs) then they're dead to you (laughs) jay are you still on twitter i am i haven't tweeted in a while because i hate it um i i i haven't been on i'm supposed to be promoting the album i just can't bring myself to do it especially in in recent weeks where like I, there was some joy that I was having when Trump would do something stupid to like go and see what everybody was saying about how stupid Trump was. And it'd be like, yeah, Trump sucks. Then every once in a while, I'll click on the wrong link and I'll find like all of the mentions like underneath like a, I'm a big Chelsea Clinton fan. Uh, I think that uh, she she's pretty awesome. And uh-huh. uh, like every once in a while, she'll tweet like, "Hey, just uh, feeling good about the first responders. Like, good, good on you." And then you go, "Oh, that's nice." And you click on it, and you read the responses, and it's like what Jacqueline was talking about, but like times a million because she's got thirty million people following her, and it's just like, uh-huh. "Hey, you and your mom should die." And you're just like, yeah. I, I don't want to be expo-. like even third hand. It it takes a psychic toll on me. I just I can't deal with all that negativity. Oh, got to go rip them a new one. But, but <laughs> see, that's the thing. It, that doesn't fix anything. It just adds to the negative karma in the world. I, yeah. I have an idea. I've, I had a friend that used to be a, a Twitter executive, and now he's at Apple. And I said that, like, everybody should be able to buy in to uh, to get, like, a white check mark. And it just costs $5 a year to get a white check mark or a dollar a year to get a white check mark. And you can block everybody that doesn't have a check mark because that way you're tied to an actual human being account. So, like, the things that you do have to be, uh, you know, uh, tied to your name. And uh, Like charging more for your tickets if you're going to go perform in a stand-up comedy. Well, like, exactly. You, you want the people that will pay a little bit more. Right. You price yeah, out the you assholes. Never- you don't want to give like a free this is when like comedy clubs were actually when we were doing things but i produce a lot of shows and i was about to start producing a show where they're doing the broadway show rock of ages here in la nice and on like the dark nights for the broadway show they were looking for something to like fill the theater with so i was going to be producing a show kind of like almost like a live podcast with stand-up but also there's a band pullman standard that was going to be on stage like during it so kind of like a late night talk show and we were trying to figure out should we make it free or whatnot and we were like no like people need to at least pay like five dollars you just it brings their credibility up you know there's a psychological switch that goes on when somebody thinks they're getting something for free they immediately devalue it uh, I, I do a lot of colleges and those shows are always free. And I, I'm sure Jacqueline, you've done, uh, nooners, uh, at a college where you're, Ooh, doing they're so fun. Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> such a delight. Uh, and what, the, what I learned was uh, if I make them move their seats, that's the equivalent of a buy-in because it costs, yeah, they have to, it has to cost something for people to care. So if I could just get exactly. them to move like five seats over to where I'm doing the show, 
I have them versus that's the difference between doing a comedy show and just being a crazy person shouting jokes during a cafeteria. Yeah. Oh, God. I, oh, man. I feel like I have PTSD from that. You just brought me back. No, it's the worst. <laughs> it's the worst, but they pay. So. Exactly. Yes. No. But yeah, I should st- see with the PyoJam classes, I've made it like a donation or tip based thing. And I've actually, I feel very grateful because I also, besides doing stand up, I've had to like bartend on the side and teach classes. So I've like lost a lot of my income during this whole thing. And so people have actually been really generous and have been tipping and doing all of that. So, so far it's been okay. And I feel like people are valuing having a class for free and then they can kind of give whatever they want. I feel like it's a little different than like a free comedy show. Are you on a regular schedule with that? Like if we wanted to promote and get people to come see it, like when, when is it just follow you on Instagram or should they follow you on Instagram, but be there at 2 PM every Tuesday, you're going to be doing. Yeah, your I am. Um, I've been just keeping a schedule. I just do 11 AM. So that's Pacific standard time. So it would be, I think that's 2 PM your time. Um, And I've been doing it Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays. Um, But the live feeds stay up for like 24 hours on my Facebook and my Instagram so you can find it. And it's just a fun workout. I try to put jokes in between and just kind of, it's just a good time. Like, honestly, I feel like I would be a thousand pounds if I wasn't moving around during this quarantine. Like, I still am gaining all the weight, but at least I'm kind of, I don't know, capping it off. So it's a good excuse to just move your bod for a little bit, you know? Well, where, where do we yeah. find it? Where, where should people go? How, how do you find your Facebook and Instagram? Yeah, it's at Jacqueline Marfuji. It's J-A-C-L-Y-N-M-A-R-F-U-G-G-I. And yeah, you just go on there and it's all over. I'm a, a posting whore. <laughs> I, I just like let everyone know everything I'm doing. So you'll see it. Well, that's fantastic because I, at this point, I was hoping that uh, you know quarantine would end before summer. But now that I've put on all the weight, I'm hoping it pushes into sweater season. All I want to do is go to the Jersey Shore for the summer. Like I don't know how that's going to happen. Right now, we're like planning to possibly drive across country end of June to like make it back to New Jersey. But I miss New Jersey so much right now. Nobody has ever put strung those words together. <laughs> I Especially not somebody living in Los Angeles. <laughs> well, you know, if you want to get the feeling, you can just put on a, a tattoo on your lower back and play on your toilet. Uh, it is very similar to Wildwood. Jay, are you close to the shore? Have you gone to the beach yet? Isn't it like a 20-minute drive for you? It's about a 40-minute drive for me. And uh, no, it's, I, I'm i not going to the beach. Uh, I, I'm like, I, whatever the quarantine uh, rules are, I'm like five times more stringent than that. My kids have all had a tape measure to show them what six feet look like. Uh, so I will not be going to the Jersey Shore. But I go all the time uh, when yeah. we're not in an apocalypse. Yes. I respect don't you that need, so much. Don't you need chicken or the egg? Like, Was that? You don't know what chicken or the egg is? You need to go to chicken or the egg and like support them and make sure they're still like in business by the time we open up again. Oh, is that I like, don't know what that is. Is that what like is a that? food store? Like a restaurant? 
Yeah, it's like wings and stuff and like hot, basically a bunch of hot wings, but it's like the best in the planet ever. And it's a Long Beach Island. You oh. have Jersey Shore. I had oh, no idea. Gosh. Yeah. Uh, I need their that. honey bee sting wings. I just want to take a trip down there just to like make sure that they don't shut down before. <laughs> I, I do that hope that Wildwood can return to to the trash like it, like normal. I do long to walk around and see, you know, uh, 15-year-old girls uh, spilling out of uh, belly shirts, smoking while pregnant. I mean, that's that's uh, the, the shore that I remember. Did you guys, you, did you do Wildwood? Because that's where I, I went growing up, and it is uh, awful. I have been there. It's the same. Um, yeah, we go to Seaside Heights now. My boyfriend's family... They live in Tom's River, so we always just go over the bridge, and we do Manilokan, Seaside Heights, that whole area. We always stop by and see the Jersey Shore house. I don't know. Oh, wow. Do you, do you play Uncle Vinny's? you got to get in at Uncle Vinny's, Jacqueline. I know. I've never... I've walked by it, and it was close. I've never actually played there. That That is something I would love to do this summer. Well, so I'm supposed you. to be doing it next week. I'm not thinking it's going to happen, but I don't uh, think that's happening. Yeah. I know. Last week I was supposed to be performing at Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Kimmel's Comedy Club in Las Vegas, and that that did not happen. I'm well, very sad about that. Every, every time I hear the Las Vegas mayor go on TV and be like, "Well, yeah, maybe we can open it," that's the only time where I'm like, "Well, maybe Vegas can open," because I I play Brad, Brad Garrett's room out there, and uh, uh. I I do miss it because that uh, that is. A fun place to perform. Have you done Vegas before? Or was that going to be your first time? I have, yeah, yeah. And I, I don't mind it. I love the crowds. They're always rowdier and a little harder to like wrangle in. But they were the last time I did it. They were just so fun. Like yeah. I just love Las Vegas. I love any excuse to be like drinking, eating, out, going to shows. Like it just stimulates everything I'm obsessed with doing. It's what I like about Las Vegas. It's like. Uh, Las Vegas is what every other country thinks all of America is. It's like <laughs> America on steroids, and I, I, I do love it. It's like, hey, is there booze? Oh, there's booze. You drink it constantly. Is there food? Oh, oh my God. There's, uh, every restaurant is a food challenge. I mean, it's it's lovely. <laughs> Did you guys watch the Michael Jordan uh, Last Dance documentary yet? Oh, my God. Yes. I love it so much. You have a 48 hour trip. Oh my God! Yeah, and then we did the thirty for thirty. The after the Dennis Rodman stuff on Sunday, I then had to like go watch the Dennis Rodman thirty for thirty on ESPN because I was like fascinated. I'm more fascinated by who is Carmen Electra's uh, plastic surgeon. Because oh my God! It, 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 she actually, I have, I love Carmen Electra and always have since I was little. Um, she goes or used to go to the same gym as me out here, Crunch, and she's no this, way. Oh yeah, she and she keep she would keep to herself like no one would bother her, and she would just walk in and she looks like a little doll in person. Like if anything, being out here, I feel like someone like as hot as like a Carmen Electra. I mean, she looks fantastic. She is being held but, together very well. Yes. Oh my god! So it wasn't just like the good camera angle or like a good no. outfit. 
She looks like a little, like, perfect doll in I, person. And not, like, a plastic surgery up. I've seen a few of those, or more than a few of those out here. Like, she just looks flawless. I like, actually I have some doing. inside info as to what uh, is keeping her so attractive. She uh, does Jacqueline Marfuji's uh, plyo jam <laughs> class three times a week without fail. That's what I've heard. Bless you. I wish I could say that. Do you know who does do our plyo gym classes? James Corden. Oh, boy. Well. <laughs> do you think he does it alone or, like, with his wife? He he does it with his wife. She was taking the classes, and that's how she found out about it. And they actually featured us on the Late Late Show with the band. I know. It's crazy. Like, this is so it's insane. But he loves dancing and doing all that. And so, like, again, like, anyone can do it. And it's crazy for me, Jay. I mean, we do stand-up, but, like, you kind of, like, during this time, the live Zoom stand-up things have been kind of weird. So, yeah. for me, this has just taken, like, a forefront. Like, the Plyo Jam, the heads of the company have made me their, like, TikTok manager now. So, I have to, like, manage their TikTok and learn all these tics. It's, like, too much. It's yeah. a lot. Jeez, that That is, I, I am built <laughs> not for that. Uh <laughs> So, no. you know, taking a bike ride. Yeah, that sounds easier. <laughs> well, that's. Uh, I I had uh, a, a question about James Corden. When he does it, does he do it in the cat costume or not? That's because uh, I imagine <laughs> in that, my head, in my brain, he does. Yeah. That's, <laughs> Wait, uh, did you guys see that movie? I have not. I, but I did have a bad mushroom trip in 2014, so I'm pretty sure I've seen it. That was probably better. Cats. <laughs> oh, no, I want to see it though. It's uh, it's um it's a rough one. The first, you could skip the first like forty five minutes of it. It gets better as you get deeper. So. It's like hated, but it's probably so bad it's good. Yeah, that's why you should watch it. You sh yeah, it's yeah. I, I recommend it, but like skip the first forty five. Jay, that's one you should watch with your daughter. <laughs> There you go. Yes. How old is your daughter, Jay? My daughter's nine, and last week, uh, Jessica and I were discussing the fact that I let her see Stanley Kubrick's Lolita, and, uh, which was probably a mistake. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad Jay's back this week, because I thought someone would have murdered him for letting her watch that. Yeah, it was okay. not. I, I'm uh, Jacqueline. I'm what you would call, and I think this is a technical term, a bad father. Um, yeah. I enjoy watching uh, movies, and if my kids come in and go, what's this? And I'm like, oh, well, uh, Penny, I know you're four, but this is called The Godfather. Um, <laughs> I think you're really going to... You like horses. I think... Stay, stay. you're going to enjoy the, the, this part here. Uh, oh, my God. Do yeah. you know that I had a night... That's like the only time I've had a nightmare after a movie was during the horse's head in the bed scene for the yeah but you were probably like 25 when you watched it <laughs> no my grandfather was actually in the godfather and so at a very young age we had to watch it too Wait, who was oh your grandfather <laughs> so my grandfather he was pretty much cut out he at the time was a professional wrestler his name was jack Steele, and he was training anthony quinn for another movie called requiem for a heavyweight he's in that also right and so they brought him over to the godfather's set and the only thing he did have scenes those were cut but you see him walking behind al pacino and diane keaton just like smoking a cigar when they first meet at the wedding and that's that's it but oh. yeah as a little girl we would always watch that 
I could I I know if I was in the Godfather, even if I was like, hey, see that elbow? That's my elbow. I would make my <laughs> exactly. kids watch that. And by the way, was was your nightmare about waking up next to a horse's head or waking up next to a gross studio executive? Because <laughs> either way would that's be pretty gross. That's my nightmare now. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, that's I have both of those nightmares out here for sure. Yeah, it uh, could be one or the other. I, I, you know what? I'm taking horse's head over Harvey Weinstein. One hundred percent. Give me oh, the opportunity. God. Uh, no, I can't. Yeah, no. I th- we actually watched. You were talking about Bad Fathers. We watched Bad Education last night. With, oh, um, I wanted to you. see that. How yeah, was it? It's good. It's really good. It's so funny because I went to University of Rhode Island. I was in the Greek system, and I felt like there were so many sorority girls and frat boys I knew that were from Rosalind, Long Island. And that's where the movie takes place. And they would always talk it up. And now I'm like, wow, like they were in that school when this whole thing was going on. Like, and everyone was so proud of being from Rosalind. I was right. like, this, we need to revisit this. this Ooh, is- Hugh Jackman. I'm Googling it now. I haven't heard about it. Oh, you have it? Oh, yes. It's a true story. And Allison Janey, I mean, she's phenomenal in it and actually there's two um i had katherine narducci on my podcast when i did sopranos con and she's in it she's awesome and then another guy gino caffarelli we all went to studio dante together which was michael imperioli's acting school in new york so there's like a lot of like sopranos ties in um in the movie too Hot tip. What I I love about movies right now is it feels like America has broken up with our long-term boyfriend or girlfriend, and all of the movies that are currently coming out are getting that uh, rebound bounce. Like, we don't have anything else to do, so we're just so excited to get the attention of a new movie. So like, oh my god, yes. This is like, you know, I'm thinking about the Michael Jordan documentary. I, you're just so happy that like Michael Jordan documentary is <laughs> in your life, and then it's like, ooh, a new telemovie with Hugh Jackman. We would not have given a shit about this movie six months not at ago, all. but now it's like, well, hello. You know, I, I feel like there's a lot more hand jobs and blow jobs being given and received than would have been normally, thanks to this uh, coronavirus. Metaphorically speaking. <laughs> yeah, not not truly happening. Right. Um, my, I know my boyfriend and I at this point, we're like, oh, get out of this place. Like, we can't. I went on a 10-mile walk yesterday just to get out of the house. 10 right. miles. I walked to the Beverly Hills Hotel. I yeah, actually... Jay, I had told Jacqueline we were supposed to discuss today the uh, stages of quarantine. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what stage I'm on. I faked having the virus. Just to just to get out of the house for a couple of weeks. I've been oh living God. under a bridge, and I've been. I, it's great because I go listen. I can't talk to you. I'm intubated. So what are you going to do? You know, I'll, I'll see yeah. you in a couple of weeks, maybe. <laughs> I have to conserve my energy. Yeah, it's so, uh, my. It's a lot. My boyfriend has been his philosophy now. He's like, I'm not working, so if I sleep through quarantine, it'll just go by faster, and I won't gain as much weight. So now he's just been like trying to sleep all day. Jacqueline. So he's eating less and just sleeping all the time. Exactly. He's like, I just want to be like forced into like a coma. I'm like, okay, calm down. Jacqueline, Don't that's that. been my entire business plan. I've been trying to figure out a way to put people in induced comas because we can't find a cure, but I can put yeah. you in a coma for 18 months and when you wake up, it'll yeah. all be done. I would take yeah. that option in a millisecond. Are you kidding? <laughs> he's 
he's working on it. He's trying. Yeah, well, yeah. he's uh, he's like Yosarian in uh, Catch Twenty Two. If you sleep all the time, you extend your life. Oh, totally. He's like, I look amazing. Look at how young I look. I'm I'm like regenerating my skin. I'm like, okay, calm down. <laughs> Well, I, I've been trying to use uh, quarantine to, like, eliminate the last uh, drug dependency that I have, which is uh, over-the-counter sleep meds. You know, like uh, <laughs> like X, like NyQuil and uh, Benadryl and all that kind of stuff. So, like, two weeks ago, I was like, all right, I'm not taking any kind of uh, medication to regulate my sleep, not even melatonin. I'm just going to exercise, and hopefully that'll put me to sleep. And I've had nights where I've slept 15 hours, and I've had nights like last night where I've slept one hour. So uh, uh, my, my body is uh, not handling uh, completely clean living very well. It's so crazy. I feel like every day is different. Like, have you guys had just ups and downs where, like, Today, I feel great. I'm, like, really happy and positive. But yesterday, it was like a dark tornado cloud was just hanging over me. I was crying. I, like, I, it was just, it's just so funny how, like, emotionally it's such a roller coaster. Yeah, well, I, it's, not only is it that you're stuck inside and, like, your your routine is messed up, it's the uncertainty, especially in our business, as as to what's coming next and if there totally. is going to be a next. Like, are comedy clubs even going to be there when this is all done? Like, it's it's unsettling. So I'm I'm with you. I don't know if I've been on as much of an emotional roller coaster, but certainly, <laughs> well, because I'm a guy, so I don't have the outlet of of crying so much. So I just get grumpy, and everybody goes, "What's wrong with you?" And I go, "Leave me alone." <laughs> <laughs> exactly what about you jessica how have you been handling it um well it's finally warm here but uh about like 10 minutes ago i came around the front of my house and the front door was wide open and i was just on mute um running through the neighborhood grabbing my dog so fun call oh. she's safe <laughs> God, that's not stressful. <laughs> yeah, also sorry to but catch me up here. <laughs> oh my god, I was like, well, why is the front door open? Found her though. That's so scary. We had a weird thing happen with our front door. So we live in this. It's a condo. Um, it's like it's like an apartment complex, but it's pretty secure. There's cameras, like uh, you know, whatever. And about three weeks ago, I get like this like hard knock at the front door. I was it was right before I was about to teach, and I thought maybe it was Amazon, and so I didn't mm-hmm. want to open it. And I look, and there was a guy in a black hoodie, and he had a he had a face mask on. So I just was like, okay, if he has a package, he'll just leave it there. But there was something about it that just like alerted me and made me not want to say anything. Mm-hmm. And so I just didn't open the door. Then like three minutes later, he comes back and like is pounding harder. And I'm looking and I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. So I stayed silent. And then he came back three minutes later, pounding on the door. And finally my boyfriend got up and he didn't open the door. And he was just like, can I help you? And this guy went, I'm here for the appraisal. And we were like, yeah. And we were like, um, we didn't order an appraisal. Like, we don't know anything about this. And he went, oh, is this 207? And we're like, yeah, no shit. It's in front of your face. Um, and he went, are you guys the owners or the renters? And we went, renters. And he was like, well, your landlord ordered an appraisal. Huh. And we said, sorry. 
she didn't alert us of that so please go away and he went away and we immediately called our landlord and the hoa of the building and they're like we didn't order anything what a dumb time to do a break and enter everyone is stuck at home right now like we're here bro (laughs) next time jacqueline answer the door with a cough just exactly. come on <laughs> come on in <laughs> i've just been kissing <laughs> random strangers <laughs> um, uh, yeah there's a lot there's a movie and i'm actually interested in how you you girls would respond to this there's there's a movie a couple of years ago where a dirty bomb goes off in la and they say basically like hey wall in your house like put put uh uh, plastic on every window and whatever you do don't let anybody in because they could be radioactive so the guy like does the whole house his wife comes home and she's like yeah I was down when the dirty bomb went off let me in and he has the choices to whether or not to let her in and basically it becomes a horror movie where she wants to come in he wants to keep her out with the like you know uh the underpinnings of hey this is a marriage that's uh, not going to be able to survive this what would you do if your boyfriend Jacqueline or your husband Jessica was downtown when a dirty bomb went off and he could be contaminate you if he comes home what do you do do you let him in or do you leave him out there oh my god i would I definitely make- let him in <laughs> I would make him climb our balcony and just let him live on the balcony and just like open the door and like give him food. Like a stray cat. (laughs) Exactly. Put a saucer of milk out. I already told my wife uh, I'd let her die. Uh, 100%. Uh, yep, I, that's it. I must live. The world needs laughter. I can't. I can't be getting sick with thirty bombs. Oh, oh that's <laughs> terrifying. No, that's crazy. I we got sent. Someone sent me um, a thing yesterday from like an earthquake predictor on Twitter, and it said that today we're supposed to get a six point six earthquake at like nine p.m. tonight, and. We had an earthquake. It was, I think, last week. It was a 3.8. And I was just, like, sitting in bed watching TV. My boyfriend was in the other room on the couch. And it it was big enough where, like, you heard noise. Like, you heard kind of, like, banging. And it, like, definitely shook me up. And, like, it was one of those where, like, everyone was texting each other being, like, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? And so it freaked me out a little bit hearing that, like, we're going to have a 6.6 tonight. Um so I sent it. I'm on like a whole text chain with my boyfriend and all of his friends. So I sent it to, to them. And I was like, have you guys heard of this? Like, can you predict stuff? I got massacred for like spreading fake news yeah. and all. Like, they were like, uh, this isn't funny. And I was like, no, I'm like genuinely scared and concerned. And I'm asking you guys if like this is a thing. And so I'm praying. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I should go out today and buy like cases of water and like all the stuff. Well, just in case, two, two more things, panic buying. Two things I would say is one, I, I'm almost certain I just did a section with my son for his school on geology, uh, yeah. earthquakes specifically. I'm almost certain they can't predict it that far out. Number one, number two, though, the president has said you can drink bleach ahead of time, and that should protect <laughs> you from all earthquakes. Now I don't know if that's true, but it, it might be worth so exploring. Refreshing. 
I'm just going to chug Clorox today, guys. Yeah, it's, or as he calls it, anti-earthquake juice. That's oh, you know, that's the president's words, not mine. I love it. Oh, thank God. <laughs> well, now that we have gotten my one Trump joke in, uh, I think uh, we should probably uh, wrap up. Jack- Jacqueline, where can we find you? Uh, we I know it's Jacqueline Marfuji on Instagram and uh, Facebook. Is it the same on Twitter on, and everything else? Or where else yeah, can we look Twitter, for you? Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. It's all just at Jacqueline Marfuji. And then on TikTok, for those of you that are on the TikTok, uh, it's the Jacqueline Marfuji. And then... I have a podcast. It's called What's Your Jersey? And you can find that on iTunes, Spotify, and Audio Boom Network. Fantastic. Well, yeah, it's been a breath of fresh air to have you on, uh, Jacqueline, because not only are you hilarious, uh, I think the listeners have gotten tired of Jessica and me both going. So, uh, yeah, it kind of sucks being inside, huh? For- I keep <laughs> meaning to invite her on and uh, <laughs> this morning because I was like, it's Tuesday again. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> it was the best thing to wake up to. I got so excited. I, uh, I, I, I love you guys. And anytime you want to have me back, I'm down to definitely just talk shop and laugh and get through this. Well, we appreciate you coming on, Jacqueline. It's been a pleasure. And uh, for uh, Jessica, anything you're promoting? <laughs> just walking around your house? I'm just walking around my house, and thankfully my dog is in one piece now. Uh, Yay! Hey, everybody, go to uh, my Twitter, Jay Black is Funny, and uh, I got an album coming out on May uh, 5th, Cinco de Mayo. Uh, so find me uh, on there and, and buy my album, or, or just put it on Spotify on uh, repeat so that I can make a nickel. Uh, appreciate your time, and uh, Bill Spadia will be back, I guess, in 2026. Uh, thanks for joining us, guys. <laughs> The Speaking Podcast brought to you by our friends at House of Cupcakes, serving you in Princeton, East Brunswick, Clifton, and Saudi Arabia. The winner of Cupcake Wars offers 35 different flavors, perfect for a special occasion or just a sweet treat. Houseofcupcakes.com. The Speaking Podcast is brought to you by our friends at Flemington Car and Truck Country. 16 brands of cars and trucks. I'm a loyal customer buying my last two trucks there and can tell you no one beats the deals or offers better service. Visit Flemington.com. The Speaking Podcast brought to you by our friends at Casa Gennaro's on Route 27 in Kingston. Call 609-683-1212 for reservations. They're open for dinner every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Ask for my favorite special, the Veal Spadia. Best Italian food in Jersey. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.